0: To the Hooked On Podcast, the second edition, and what I'm calling Series Three here at the start of 2019, the road to WrestleMania has brought us all back together, and here I am once more with my close, long-time personal friend, Paul, um, Paul um, Benson, Paul Hayder.
1: Come on, Rob. Come on, Frame. The Alzheimer's isn't getting you just yet, mate. Yeah, I'm good, man. How are you?
0: I am very, very well indeed. Um excited to be getting closer and closer to the Raw Rumble. I always I always get this thing every single year and I've never been able to shake it. October, watch a bit of wrestling, November, watch a bit less, December, Christmas. Oh, I'm not really sure I'm into wrestling anymore. I mean I'm getting a bit old for it, well, I'm not really interested. January, I have watched I think seven Raw Rumbles this week <laughs> on the network. <laughs> I have i well, I've watched Raw in fact i watched Raw not long before we've come on air I haven't watched about now for this week yet, yeah, but I've watched Raw just before we came on air. Um, and just, um, I've probably watched more wrestling in 2019 than I did in the last two and a half months of 2018.
1: It happens to me every year. It's amazing, isn't it? Like, so infectious. It doesn't matter how many times it happens, like you say, in WWE going that little downturn over sort of the autumn time and then it comes to summer. and no matter what they're going to present us, we always we always buy it. We get excited. It's like our Christmas, isn't it?
0: It kind of is. I know they're never going to do this. There's lots of times we can sit and pontificate on on shows such as this and go, do you know what I would do? Do you know what I would do? But they're never going to do this, and and you coming from a television background would be able to explain why, I'm sure, from uh, the TV network's perspectives. But if only it was like a 40-week... I mean, that's a lot, but if only it was like a 40-week season. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If only it started in January... I mean, even 40 is a lot. But it, you know, if only it just finished. At the end of October or something, We just, or end of September, we just wrapped up. And that was the end of the season. And everyone could have three months off... You know, they can go do some indie dates if they wanted or, you know, do, you know film, that's when they could film their movies or do whatever. And then we could have a, have a have a season like every sport does. I know most sports are not even as long as that. You know, certainly in America, you know, have you... What, what's American football? It's something like October it's, to February, yeah, is it? Yeah, the, the
1: main season's 17 weeks.
0: Yeah, few, is a few seasons
1: pre-season and a few season post-season. So, no, it's, it's not much at all.
0: Yeah, for some season. So, if you don't qualify for the playoffs, it's literally only a third of the year, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. It's all, it's all your season is. So, um you know, yeah. So I, I was thinking about that today, and I was thinking, it really would be pretty cool if. Um, I know. I suppose. That's, I suppose theoretically, if you want to f- follow that idea all the way through to its, you know, obvious conclusion, actually, your season end would probably be. After WrestleMania, wouldn't it? You'd finish at WrestleMania, and then you'd have your three months off. Yeah, and yeah,
1: then it would and really. then you
0: start again. I'm just making the the uh, analogy where I always feel I kind of become re-energized at the start of January. But yeah, I guess you'd do it a different way. Anyway, that's not here what what we're here to talk about. Um, last week we did a bit of a catch-up episode. We did um, what were some of our favorite moments of 2018. We talked about our little awards that we uh, we put out on the website. Uh, on the uh, Facebook page, I should say, in terms of uh, who what we thought was the best of 2018. And we played a little bit of uh, clairvoyance as well, um, thinking forward to 2019, who did we think were going to be winning some of those uh, awards for the whole of next year. Well, this time we're not, I'm not going to stretch your brain too much, Paul, for 12 months' worth of predictions. I'm going to limit it to maybe a little bit under 12 weeks' worth because we're going to we're going to today study the Royal Rumble matches for 2019, and in doing so, obviously that takes in what some of the top matches are going to be at WrestleMania, uh, which is coming up at the start of April, just less than three months away now. Mm-hmm. before the, uh, the WrestleMania itself. Uh, so anyway, put in the uh, in. Sh- in short terms. we've just talked about the fact that we're getting excited for the Rumble. It's this th- time of year. What about the, the matches themselves? Are they things that at the moment are, are grabbing you in terms of uh, what you're looking forward to the most? I think most people will always consider the Rumble matches to be the Royal Rumble and whatever the rest of the card is, is kind of like a an, an add-on. Is that how you feel?
1: Um, yeah, of course. The Royal Rumble is always going to be the selling point. Or Royal Rumbles, now, shall we say, will yeah. always be the That's selling cool. point. But I... On paper, this card gets a big thumbs up from me. Every match they've announced so far, I'm a big fan of. So I can, I've can, got nothing but good things to say about what's coming up. Uh, picking a highlight, apart from the Rumble matches, I just get this feeling that Brian AJ is going to be stellar.
0: Yeah, it should be good, shouldn't it? It really should be good. And it's, um, uh, <laughs> it's one you kind of hope they just leave alone and just say, look, lads you've got 25 minutes you've got half an hour just go in there just go and bring the house down and I always get the feeling when you've got two guys like Brian and AJ um, not to be dismissive of uh, the other other two people I'm about to talk about but you always wonder if they're getting together and going look you've got a 40 year old ex UFC guy that doesn't want to be here and a 7 foot lummox let's go and show that we're the wrestlers and I'm not having a pop there really at Brock and at Braun because they do their own thing yeah um, Although they did it incredibly badly on Monday Night Raw this week. Well, could probably, uh, <laughs> put, put the blame could be put at whoever produced that segment, which was one of the worst I've seen in a very, very long time. However, the match itself will be kind of its own thing. I actually thought you'd be better off building to that match by just not having them do anything whatsoever until the Rumble, rather than that god-awful nonsense. I genuinely thought that Brock Lesnar wasn't there on Monday. You know, I thought they were just doing a uh, really badly timed... You know, you know, set of talking to one another and yeah. over a big screen, and then he walked out, and I'm like, "Crikey, he is actually there!" So like, what? What explains that pile of Tosh that before it? I thought they made a terrible job of looking, making Strowman look like he had absolutely no banter whatsoever. It's like Heyman owned him, Lesnar owned him, and Strowman just stood there, and basically repeated what Lesnar said at him. Anyway, I've gone was, off on that. No, one, mate, it, it
1: was there's no there's no getting away from it. It was it was a poor segment, <laughs> and. <sighs> What what's the thinking about it if, if you, the problem is you can't have Stroman wreck Lesnar can you like
0: no no, no I'm not saying I'm not saying they did No, that, but you could have a, exactly. but the trouble is so what the you... trouble is Raw had well Raw had the big brawl to start with I thought, I thought it was a really hot start to Raw I yes. really really enjoyed the, the the brawl and how they started with that that's how you came in a bit of a cold open to it and then you had Cena come out and do his thing I thought Cena was good Um, I thought McIntyre was good I i it kind of it was a little bit formulaic building to the six man but it kind of worked and it was and, and, and that match itself was good I thought the first hour of Raw was actually really good yep. and uh, I liked all that and I just thought actually the trouble is with that brawl they'd have been better off basically saving Braun and Brock to next week they had enough with Ronda and Alexa and with the last man standing title match and sure. with the tag title match and with Cena they had enough they could have done Brock and Braun next week because I thought basically if they were going to do anything they probably just should have had a massive fight and just wrecked everything well, maybe they're saving that maybe that's the go home but to me the build was just would just be they have a fight and just everything gets annihilated they go through walls they break furniture they Tone chairs over, you know? Do you know what I mean? They would absolutely wreck the place, wouldn't they? And actually, Heyman was quite a smart arse. Bra Braun went blah 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 blah, and then Lesnar walked around him.
1: Yep. Yeah. That's, okay. that's it, mate. Hey, you just you just written it.
0: But they couldn't do the brawl, could they? They couldn't do the brawl because we would just seen the uh, the, the Rollins um, last year do exactly the same well, thing twice in one show.
1: That and Braun's still injured by all accounts.
0: Oh, that is true. Actually, yeah, that's true. They can't be uh, they can't be beating him up too much, can they? protect him. Uh, a wee bit, um, but no. Going back to your point about uh, Brian and AJ was, I can just see them two sitting there thinking, did we set on air last week or did we talk on a, on a separate conversation? I remember at one point last week I spoke to you about um, Cena and Punk, and it was around the time that I think it was. I don't think this was on air actually, but we were talking about Cena and Punk about the whole point of when The Rock was around, and they had that amazing match on Raw, didn't they? Yeah. And it was almost as if the two of them went right, sod this guy will show that we're still, you know, full-timers that can do the job and, and they tore the house down. And I sort of get the feeling that Brian and AJ could go, well all, the, well, all the attention is on these two big monsters, you know, we'll actually have the wrestling match of our lives. And it could be quite career-defining for the two of them because although both of them are, are fantastic and have had great WWE careers, you know, maybe each of them are lacking that one match. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I think, if have you seen Daniel Bryan's work on SmackDown this week? I haven't seen smackdown this week. No. Ooh, holy moly mate, you're in for a treat. Is is promo um in the uh what would you call it the not the con- not well the the concourse of the arena is right. well it's just outstanding. And he the, the man has, we said it last week. The man has got such an incredible grasp on this heel character. The ma- the fact that they've managed to turn Daniel... Br- no, the fact that Daniel Bryan has managed to turn Daniel Bryan into the most hated man on WWE TV is just testament to his incredible, incredible skills. He is genuinely hated, and for the right reasons. Um, and then he comes in, and he has... You know, he got a great matchup. Well, not, no, I'm exaggerating. He got a very good matchup of Our truth But more to the point... Um, it feels this match feels like a blow off between Styles and yes. um, and Brian. Yes. Brian's establishes his heel character much more. Um, the first big match they had on SmackDown was face versus face. The one at um, TLC just wasn't quite there. It just felt like the first act of a wider uh, of a wider play. This is the blow off. And at mm-hmm. first I thought, oh, you know, it might be nice to get something fresh for Brian at the Rumble. But now I am totally on board. Um, and I just think these two are going to be given well, you remember we all remember uh, Chris Benoit versus Kurt Angle from 2003 um, mm-hmm. because they didn't have to technically sell the pay-per-view, they were just said boys, you've got 25 minutes go and kill it um, that's a terrible choice of words um, when talking about Chris Benoit, match, I apologise but um, go and bring the house down, and I think we're going to see similar from Styles, Brian Yes,
0: I would like to think so. Anyway, it's certainly. And when, I just realised when I just said that neither of them have really had that kind of one match, I thought you could probably actually argue that AJ's series with Cena, a lot of those um,
1: matches were really, really typical. Yeah, off, right? so, they were and they had some great matches with Reigns, well, but that seems like a long time ago now.
0: Yeah, I mean they were good. They were good with Reigns and they were above par. But I'm saying that I think the Cena one. You know when we did the WrestleMania mixtape a couple of years ago, and we, we were talking about matches that you want to show. Yes. You know kids in the future that haven't watched any wrestling and you go right this is what this WrestleMania was all about I'm talking you know savage steamboat level matches that you'd say what are the matches that define people's careers and I'm saying that you know people like CM Punk you can absolutely say well if nothing else Punk and Cena for money in the bank I mean he's had you know hundreds of great matches but I'm saying career defining tip top wonderful matches at the top level Yeah. you know that's what I'm talking about and I'm saying that maybe that's the one thing that Daniel Bryan hasn't quite done you know, some people could throw lots of matches and go, oh, here's some great matches from Ring of Honor. Here's some great matches from... I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about four WWE at the right time. And I don't include, you know, beating Triple H and beating Batista Norton because that was still an afterthought that was, you know, done differently. I'm talking a, a really, truly great match where people are m- enormously invested one way or another and both guys are full on. Perhaps the closest he's come was the match with Cena at, um, at SummerSlam. Um... Where... Where um, the belt was taken off him really quickly because of the cash in. I'd say that was the. I would
1: agree. I'd say that's a, the closest. That's a really fair point, mate. That's actually really for, like he, you know for all his skills and in ring wrestler, yeah, has he had that absolutely massive match in WWE? And that's not his fault. That's no, his fault, no, isn't? it's that's not talent. at all. That's not That's all. to do with the
0: people booking him with the right people. But you're right. even and, even
1: uh, when he even when he was his, his stars its brightest, it was more character that got him over than in ring ability. I think you know if you look at the ma- if you put a top five matches of uh, top five match list of Styles and Brian's matches in WWE together I think it'd be certainly weighted more towards Styles than Brian. I think I think Styles cer- wins. Cer- certainly Styles Cena is uh, the one at the Royal Rumble actually was it three years ago now was uh, no I think three I think it was it, when did he no he debuted surely he debuted oh, three years ago oh you're right it was two years ago sorry yeah, yeah. um and that, to me, that is head and shoulders of any Daniel Bryan match in WWE. I'm not saying he's not capable of it. And certainly what I am saying is this match could be the one.
0: I hope so. And then, do you know what? I've just noticed while we're talking about this, for all of the, uh, the, the you can't wrestle and all of the things he's got over the years, we have just talked about CM Punk Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles three of the greatest wrestlers of our generation three of the greatest wrestlers of any generation and there is a very fair case to say that in WWE anyway all of them have had their best match against John Cena
1: Um, I don't know there is absolutely no argument to be said for that in my opinion Uh... that's amazing and I didn't anticipate thinking about that but when you break it down listen you,
0: there are already people listening going well I preferred Punk's match against so and so I preferred AJ's match against that's fine I'm not saying it's the definitive guide I'm saying you could make a very clear
1: argument couldn't you for him having their best matches totally like, and I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have it's never occurred to me either but you know we spent ages last week saying about how much we love John Cena so we won't go over old ground good point but yes um, and I think I suspect if we were to give it any more thought, you could probably say the same thing for quite a few talent as well.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely right. Um, we won't go on about John Cena too much, but one quick John Cena point, This leading to something that I think we can do in a future podcast, maybe sometime between the Rumble on, and Mania in a bit of a down week where there's a little less news happening. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just something I noticed from watching Raw this week. I felt that... I feel like the audience reactions to people is way more in line than I can remember it being for quite a few years. Yep. In terms of Cena's not getting a mixed reaction anymore. That was cheers for John Cena this week. You might tell me that Orlando is a really you know pro-baby face market and, and whatever, I don't know. But I'm saying Cena, No, mi- they did the John Cena sucks sing-along, but we, again, we talked about that before. They're, that's basically the Kurt Angle, you suck thing now. That's just a fun little sing-along. They like Cena, they respect him. Um... You know, I don't think there's a there isn't a, a a want to boo Cena anymore. I thought for a while it's because the mixed reaction thing was for Roman and that Cena would had lost the heat. But I do think Cena is you know the whole absence making the heart grow fonder type thing, and I think it's the fact that Cena hasn't been around every week, you know, I think that uh, uh, I think that's helped. Yeah. But I but I was interested in that all the way through the card, I feel like Elias is now a baby facing, you know, having been cheered a lot. They've now they've now turned him properly. You know, he gets cheered. Corbin gets booed. Ambrose gets booed. Rollins gets cheered. Do you know? I feel like I just felt like across the card this week, I didn't feel there was too many that really stood out to me. Lesnar gets cheered, but it's kind of a he just that's just because of his status. Alexa gets cheered a bit because she's good, but she can soon turn it to boos. For the most part, I think people are kind of in their... You know, I think the casting is quite good, is what I'm saying.
1: Mm. Yeah, I know. I I I think I'll
0: probably agree. Certainly on Raw, whether it will happen or not. I mean. Once we start again, a full complement of, you know, Kevin Owens is back and Samoa Joe's around, and a few others that they want to uh, to miscast a little. Well, I'm not sure how that will uh, <laughs> how that will stack up, but uh, we'll see. For now, I think it's a good thing, and that something we'll revisit. Right, Paul. Yes. Um, you, you started a new job this week. Didn't
1: you? I did. Yes, for my sins.
0: Well, uh, yeah And what's what 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 are you doing? I'm uh, I'm a Business of... No, nah, stop! No one get. No, no, no. One cares. No, mate. You, you, this you... is that bit. This is that bit on a quiz show. Do you know when Alexander Armstrong says to them on Pointless, "What do you do?" And they go, well, "I'm an IT consultant." And he goes, "That's interesting." And you go, "It isn't, mate, is it?" Well, you just you, you're being paid to say he... that. I don't care what you do for a living. No, 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 any of the listeners. But I'm going to offer you a job, okay? I'm offering you a job. <laughs> I happen, I happen to know uh, that tomorrow morning, uh, Brian James of the Armstrong family, also known as Road Dog. Is getting removed from from the position of, of head of creative, right? And I, my understanding is that they've uh, the uh, headhunters, uh, the, not the old tag team the headhunters <laughs> from ECW that were that were the squat team in the 1996 Royal Rumble. There's a little thing. Um, not not uh, not those headhunters, but the headhunters from uh, recruitment agencies want to appoint uh, a certain Mister Showbiz Paul Benson. Uh, in that position starting uh, next week. So you're going to have to mug off your new employers even if they are giving you free fruit in the common room or whatever it's called. Um, And you will uh, start your new position next week as head of WWE Creative. Vince will walk in and go, "Okay, pal, it's all down to you. We are scrapping all of our plans as of now. Anything that's going to happen is up in the air. It's down to you. Paul... Who do you want to win the Royal Rumble so we can book our way to WrestleMania? I'm asking you. Who do you want? What would you do if you were in charge? If plans were scrapped right now, go. Uh,
1: all right. Let me just start. Which Royal Rumble? Both.
0: Oh, I mean, well, still, well, let, good point, and I, I apologise for my inherent sexism. Um, I do mean both. Um, I was referring to the male one first. I will be honest, but
1: either either is a pleasure. Right. Role. Okay. Well, we we'll start with the male one. So, um... sexist. Why not? You asked. Um so the first thing I would say is that I would um I think it's about time that we use the Royal Rumble to oh, let's let's forget the preamble. It's Drew McIntyre. I'd have Drew McIntyre winning the Royal Rumble and what I'd do is I'd have him beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania for the world title and I'd have him look super strong on the way. I'd probably have him as an absolute wrecking machine badass all the way through to WrestleMania, let the fans get behind him and cheer him naturally if they want to. Boom, if they want to. But either way, I would have Drew McIntyre standing tall after uh, at WrestleMania with that Universal title.
0: Okay, I admire your conviction. I mean, you're wrong, obviously, bah.
1: but I, I admire your conviction. Um, okay, fine. Ladies' battle um, royal. Um rumble. This one, I think, is. I'm still backing Becky. On this one i think um she comes out she which she uh we get the title match we get the title match against asker she doesn't win the belt for whatever reason charlotte uh could interfere ronda rousey whatever um then we get either becky winning or i would know if it's, it's up to me this isn't it this is not a prediction What i think it's up to me right charlotte um charlotte's in the rumble number 30 happens it should be Carmella she gets beaten the shit out of by Becky Lynch who marches down to the ring cleans house dumps Charlotte and goes to Wrestlemania to face Ronda Rousey Okay, that's what you would do correct
0: let's face it there's a fair chance of that happening isn't
1: Mm there I think maybe
0: I think that's that's one of those ones that I think could work on the uh, uh, on both levels Okay, so those are what you would do Um, Let's now follow it up with uh, the same questions, but you're now, uh, you've just been presented with a a, a substantial sum of money and uh, you are going to the the betting office of your choice um, and you are putting the stake down uh, at some generous odds of various different scenarios happening, so with your money or with someone else's money, however it may be, what is the uh, what is the Benson Millions going to go on in terms of what you actually think will happen?
1: Yeah, it's okay. So the Mail Royal Rumble, I am keeping mm-hmm. my money in my pocket and not being so daft just a bet. But if it was your money, Rob, you can't do if that. If it was your I I money, do, yeah. um, money, I'll give you twelve. And things. I didn't have to worry about it. I think I'd be tempted to go with John Cena wow really? mm. Okay. I would pretend to go with John Cena and I think that might happen because I've got an inkling we're going to see John Cena against Daniel Bryan at Wrestlemania
0: ok Okay. I personally would really like
1: to... and I think many many would I think it would be such an interesting and unique opportunity to see f- heel Daniel Bryan against face John Cena the match would be outstanding um, and I think those two would make it such a wonderful feud. I think it would be a classic.
0: I'd really be interested in that. I think that's a, I. I haven't even considered John Cena. I have to say, I think what we're going to do in a, in a wee bit is just go a few a few people sure. person person by person and discuss whether or not we think they can win the rumble. Um, you know, I, I just wanted to get your opinions up front. I, actually, I'll go back to. I'm glad we've now talked about John Cena in in the preamble because I actually feel that. Uh, trying to put an analysis head on as opposed to I do I think this is going to happen head on because I've only just been presented with the idea but I actually think that would be a bad thing for John Cena in the sense that we have just talked about how you know for the first time in in quite a while we feel like he's getting a a decent partisan reaction Uh, first of all if I was Daniel Bryan oh hell what am I saying I was just about to say if I was Daniel Bryan I'd want to be a heel against someone that you know would be you know you know, definitely cheered. No, that could work. That could work because, you know, he could be. He's going to be cheered. He's going to be booed if Dan, AJ Styles is going to get cheered, isn't he? So you yep. get booed against him. My my point is that sorry to get lost there, but my point is that he would get. He might well get cheered against John Cena, where he's going to get booed against AJ Styles. My fear would be, you know, that if you're going to try and you know knuckle down and say Daniel Bryan is a heel for the foreseeable. I would keep booking him against people that the crowd are going to cheer rather than someone like a John Cena who a WrestleMania crowd in particular could turn
1: on. I think that current Daniel Bryan, and I'm talking about the performer rather than the character, would absolutely back himself to get cheered in that scenario. Sorry, to get booed. To get booed, obviously I do, yeah. Yeah,
0: okay. I mean, listen, I wouldn't... Uh, I actually feel like if you were going to do a John Cena versus Daniel Bryan match, this could have been the pay-per-view to do it at.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: And you could have done it at this one and then gone back to your blow-off with AJ at WrestleMania um, thinking about the fact that I ever I ever worry that for those people that have now accepted Cena and all the people we were just talking about before that are now if they're not booing him, they're at least keeping their mouth shut, they well, may well be the people going, oh, him again a third Royal Rumble oh, we're supposed to be doing the, the McMahon's are saying that the fans are getting what they want, and they book John Cena again. You know those people that have been all with the knives out for Roman need to have their knives out for someone. They might be back out for uh, for John again. I fear that winning the Rumble will create that no, this again. Whereas if you're going to have him wrestle Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Find a way of just having him win a match on SmackDown, or just start a feud, or win. Do they do the Elimination Chamber anymore? You know, for the, for you know, having win that rather than win the Rumble. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's that like the. I, I feel like I don't. I feel like it's a great idea, and I'd like to see John Cena versus Daniel Bryan. I just don't think I'd have John Cena win another Royal well,
1: Rumble. Uh, in the current climate. As I've said, that's not my preference. My preference would be for Drew McIntyre to win it. But if I was saying who would be Brian's challenger at Mania and it would be my choice, I would still go with Cena. But I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd go with it winning the Elimination Chamber.
0: Yeah, I'd th- I, I, I like that idea better. That's the kind of more of a Cena, you know, winning that one, you know, fits. I just. I like the idea of having the. Well, I liked, like. Listen, we can talk about what we like about last year's Royal Rumble. Frankly, it's not worked in terms yep. of. Where was where we are with Nakamura, you know? Are we even sure he's going to be around? Do you know what I mean? This is his contra- I th- mm. his contract. His contracted is surely up. And it's like, well, who knows? I'm not he sure. Might,
1: I think he may well be Nakamura all
0: over I'm going to say Nakamura could be in Vegas in May. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about that in a, in a, in a wee bit. So obviously, it didn't really work last year, but I do think that you know there was an old. There was an old way of looking at it, wasn't there? That The Royal Rumble, once we got past, you know, Hogan winning a couple of times, and once it started to be, you know, for the title, for Flair's winning 92, and then for, you know, for Yoko winning it in 93 and getting given the, uh, uh, the, the the title shot, you started to get, you know, not every time, but the Rumble started to be, that's how we're going to place who we think is our, our next guy. So, okay, it was Bretton Luger one year, but Michaels won the Rumble, and that was him... Pushed up and Austin won the rumble and was pushed up and that was Austin for a few years and um, you know there's been other people in there you know Chris Benoit Ray Mysterio you know there's been other people not every time um, but there's been you know Alberto del Rio and I'm not saying that worked but there's been people here and there where they've gone okay we need to push someone to the main event we need to have someone new introduced let's do it via, via them winning the Royal Rumble. Similar sort of thing with the King of the Ring, and that's had a similar sort of, you know, hit rate of, you know, for every and for every Austin, there was a, a Mabel and a Billy Gunn. So it was, it's not always a, a successful Yeah, thing, right. But, um, is there someone out there that's, the, apart from Drew, who you've mentioned, that is like the next sort of anointed, this is how we can step someone up from this level to that level by winning the Rumble is there is there another one of those out yeah there? I
1: think there is I think mean, it's a slight cheat because he's kind of been there before but he definitely needs to get something to get him back I would say um, Seth Rollins
0: ok I mean Seth Rollins has had a great couple of years so you know in terms of his in terms of his work but yeah I could I could I could see that argument certainly. he's had a
1: great couple of years but he's had that great couple of years slightly further down than the tip top main event um, and I think that he could do with that kickstart, and if they, if they want to, and if they want to make him the top face again in Roman's absence, then I think the Royal Rumble's the right time and the right accolade to give him to get in there.
0: I feel like we've been working somewhat the wrong way around. What we should be doing in terms of how you get the winner of the Royal Rumble is to determine what you're going to do at WrestleMania. So let's look at these you know, from from one side and then another. Let's first of all look at the the Raw title, the Universal title, and say that um, you have Brock Lesnar. Let's assume that Brock Lesnar beats uh, Braun Strowman. Sure. It kind of feels like if you're going to take the title off of Brock, you would do it at Mania, not at the Rumble. I feel like if they were going to do it, they wouldn't do it with Strowman having annihilated Strowman so recently. The fact that Strowman's injured. um, I think he has lost a little bit of traction. I still think he's... you know. You know, very much outshone what I expected him to be able to do, but still, um, you know, I think there's a little bit of traction lost there, partly by his injury, partly by other things. Fair. So let's assume let's assume that Brock keeps it, and we're gonna we're gonna dethrone. well, I assume we're gonna dethrone Brock at at WrestleMania. Uh, McIntyre is a is an option, but McIntyre is currently a heel. He doubled down on that last week with some of his. Comments and certainly the way he disrespected Cena and it's like, oh, no, I know he said that Cena's you know the one of the greatest of all time, but he then you know went on to you know, basically diss him and say it's my time and that kind huh. of thing. He's still a heel. They're not they're not doing any little teases for him turning. He's a heel. He's a he's a deep seated sure. heel right. Sure. Now. <laughs> so you know, I even thought, dare I say it, with a little jab he had at Cena, if they kept that sort of thing going, you could even drew a Drew McIntyre versus John Cena retirement match. I just, I had a little bit of an mm-hmm. inkling of. You know, is this a a little tease to Cena retiring at WrestleMania? Or maybe Cena would beat him, you know, and 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 stay not you know stay active. But I just wondered whether there was a little bit of you know I'm, I respect you, but I'm going to retire you sort of thing. Anyway, that's another point. I think it needs to be a babyface winning the rumble so to go and face um, Lesnar. So if not Rollins, who is basically what you go from there? And are there enough, you know, contenders? Are we going to do? I wouldn't say we're going to do Cena versus you know Lesnar. So, forgetting whether or not they win the rumble, is there anyone else that sort of jumps to, out off the page as being, you know, the Lesnar opponent?
1: Um, not really. No, I think I think the there's, I think it's a field of three.
0: So, for the for the Le, for the Lesnar opponent or for the for the rumble match?
1: For the Lesnar opponent.
0: For the Lesnar opponent. So, your field of three being,
1: being McIntyre, being Rollins. Oh. Uh,
0: potentially being Cena. Okay. I was, yeah. I think it's a it's a it's a fair comment. Um, it's a it's a tricky one. So maybe that means they're going to find a way of, uh, so so either Rollins wins the Rumble and goes to do that, or maybe he wins the Chamber. So let's go to go do it the other way, and so that Daniel. Let's say that Daniel Bryan, uh, defends against AJ. So Daniel Bryan is the champ going into Mania. Right. Cena. Cena, you've obviously laid out a really good. Um, spot for what about what about on the SmackDown side of things? Or what, I mean, people can flip, can't they? You could have, you know, a winner that could be a Raw guy that could go to go to SmackDown. But is there a, any other candidates that could come out and wrestle Daniel Bryan? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's
1: not as obvious, is it? It's not as obvious. Um,
0: it's, it's not as obvious, but I think you've got more. There's more scope. Yeah, isn't because there? if you assume if if you assume that either, in fact st- styles as well. That then brings in the the, the heel side. Well, I of think
1: it. I think I would say it's a fairly safe bet that Daniel Bryan's going to win, um, if I'm being honest. Um, uh, but I, I think there is, you know, there's nothing, there's not much that excites me. I, I really do like the scene idea, and I, I've I've said that at the top of the show. And I can't see that much beyond that. Whoever's, it's got to be a solid face. We're not going to be murky, muddy in the waters with anything else. And you know, there's Rey Mysterio. Um, is a choice one I really like actually I'm going to contradict myself now here and and say I really like this idea it's the Miz (laughs) the Miz versus Daniel Bryan but uber face clawing for respect Miz here's my you know I just think I wonder if this vehicle is Shane McMahon tag team is a vehicle to turn the Miz and then the Miz goes on to face Brian as kind of the defender of the fans the defender of that WWE way of life you know I've been there in the trenches this whole time you spent all this time disrespecting me but I was right you're a quitter <coughs> you've turned your back on the fans I've been here day in day out busting my arse um, and now I'm going to show you that I'm better than you
0: it's an intriguing thought isn't it I the idea that at any point over the last 10 years you could have discussed the idea of doing The Miz versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, but Daniel Bryan's the Crazy, eh? Would, ...would feel like a huge miscast. But when you put it in the way you just put it... oh, I find it intriguing, although I feel like... I feel like The Miz and Shane thing should have happened three months earlier.
1: Uh, I think you may be right, yeah.
0: To get that train going, and then by now you'd have learned whether or not it's worked because here's the thing Shane O'Mac is by no means the over character that he was two years ago when he came back to wrestle the United no correct Shane is not on that level anymore the excitement has gone out of watching him him winning stuff like the bloody I was going to say the Kuwaiti Cup <laughs> then.
1: It. but the the, that's the, the World Cup to decide the best
0: in the world the World Cup to decide the best in the world on that particular day, playoff Carabao Correct. Cup, check a trade trophy, um, also World Trophy. Yeah. Hey. Well, whatever that was. It, oh, here's a good, here's a good little wrestling trivia question, which I'm hope, hope I'll cut out if you've already put it in your uh, in your um, in your royal oh, I mean. party. Um, which uh, which wrestler in the past won the Samovar trophy?
1: Oh, come on, that's really easy. That's the British Bulldog
0: ah it's easy for you I don't think that's easy at the for Royal Albert from, uh, Hall
1: in 1991 at the
0: Royal Albert Hall I think that's a lovely little question now, I'm not saying I didn't say it was easy or difficult i but I'm saying when's the last time you thought about the Samovar? <laughs>
1: every other day Rob the, the, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah the, the ball <laughs> one. anyway uh, back to the point yes I I don't think I think Shane is, uh, has rather lost his luster by you know featuring in Survivor Series matches and doing well in those that other people didn't get a shot in and winning World Cups that don't exist and I'm not saying he's you know Finished and uh, this this Miz thing could be quite good fun. I think I still have the you know for as much as you're saying that you know, they're going to try the Miz baby face and you know you know do all that. I still think you know at the very point where Miz and Shane are about to do something historic, you know Miz basically kills him or they lose a match and then Miz annihilates him the night after or something. I still think that there's you know the, the nasty piece of work Miz is going to come out at some point because I just like I like him better that way. I just think he's a He's more effective that way. We've tried Babyface Miz before. It's it's kind of fun, but I don't think it's a... I think... Listen, if I was The Miz and I thought I was going to have a a main event run in me, I think it would be as a heel and not as a Babyface, put Mm -hmm. it that way. I think there are significantly more people that the fans are naturally going to cheer. AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan if they turned him back, John Cena, Roman when he returns, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins. There's so many more people that the fans would cheer for, I think, before they cheered for The Miz. I don't think he could be a top babyface whereas I do think he could be a, a top heel. What about um what about if AJ were to win and it would be uh Miz AJ what would you think of that? Not as impactful. No. There's no, no history. Not there, for suppose, me, there? No. the whole point. The whole point with Miz and Brian is the history as opposed to the uh as opposed to that. Okay, yep. I'm going to start throwing out a few names and get you to react uh you know quite quickly to to each of those names whether or not they've got a chance whether or not you could see it. Uh I'll start with You know, sometimes at the Rumble, there can be this whole... I mean, think about people like Edge that's returned to win the Rumble. Triple H was back to win the Rumble. John Cena. I probably missed out some others that have come back and, you know, either announced or unannounced and come back and won the Rumble. Uh, So, what about the returning Kevin Owens to win the Royal Rumble?
1: Zero. Zero? Zero chance.
0: Wow, why so, why so low?
1: Because they've never been high on Kevin Owens, or certainly not for many, many, many years.
0: Ooh, well, they were high to begin <sighs> with when, uh, when was he, he
1: first had his match with Cena. That was a long he time ago. You could
0: Plug into anything, you could. I think you could. They've taken. I find it interesting that they've taken him away from the limelight, and they're, they're now plugging the return. I anyway, think was, any,
1: I think but, it's a moot point to be honest, because he's not going to be back for the Rumble.
0: Is he not getting back? No, then? he's not. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Forget. That. <laughs> uh, Sorry okay
1: uh samoa joe no no why not Uh, too far down the card um and and he shouldn't be considered to be perfectly honest um because you know as much as we don't like to admit it samoa joe is on his way out samoa joe's on the downward curve and he shouldn't be given spotlights like winning the royal rumble if you'd have asked me that question five years ago certainly ten years ago I'd have been all over it but Samoa Joe of 2019 is not the man who should be winning the Royal Rumble
0: no I agree with that actually I agree with that Finn Balor
1: intriguingly yes wouldn't be anywhere near my choice but um, if they want to give the guy a push in the coming year he'd be a great guy to start at number one and go all the way through wouldn't he
0: Yeah, in fact, was he? uh, what number was he last year?
1: He was was one or two, I can't remember. He was was an early one last year, wasn't he? he and lasted a
0: very, very, very long time. There's a good story there, too. I'd be interested to see them do that again and just tell the story that Ballard does well in these Uh, matches and then you could just sort of plug it in and he could win. Yeah, I think it wasn't
1: him and The Miz as number one and two. Um, And then he made the final four, didn't he? It was him, Cena, Reigns and Nakamura. No, hang on a second.
0: He was, certainly, no, he was, certainly, was, he
1: was certainly. He was certainly. the Iron Man was, last year, was. wasn't
0: he? He was certainly the one that went pretty much all the way yeah. through. Uh, right. Let me see. Let's go a little bit more mad. Uh, the Rock.
1: Yeah, I can see it. Could I can see, see, see it. Like, there's bit. It's it's gone a bit cold about the Rock coming back. Um, but if they're going to bring him back, it seems the most logical way of doing it. So yeah, I could. I, I, betting betting man no. Is it possible? Yes to do Lesnar yes yeah no question
0: so there so the problem of having brought Lesnar the part-time and everyone's fed up of he wrestles the rock
1: well I think I think it's WrestleMania mate I think um, it's the it's the haven for the part-timers let's make no mistake we're gonna get the Undertaker back as well for a match so I think obviously we can bitch and moan about that all we want but we're talking realistic uh, we're talking what we think is going to happen, and I could, yeah, I could see it happening. Okay,
0: next, Undertaker.
1: No, no.
0: Not to do Undertaker with
1: Lesnar again. Oh, oh we, absolutely we a... No, I don't think that's going to happen. No, take, take take no, Lesnar. No, 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 Shawn Michaels, <laughs> I knew you're going to ask that next. No, I don't think so. I think if we see Michaels back for WrestleMania, I don't think there's every chance we will. I think it's going to be him against Styles. Not against Daniel Bryan. Ooh, maybe. I've not thought of that actually. Heal Daniel Bryan. And I just on think
0: I, I I just think I just think there's every listen. I, I'm not for all of these. I'm not selling as as my choices or as you know what I think is going to happen and whatever. Listen, I actually think I, I haven't really laid my cards on the table. Funnily enough. Your dream scenario when I put you in the head of creative position, I think if you made me put some money down there, if you made everyone in the world five to one and I had to bet on someone, I think I would probably do Drew McIntyre. Sure. He has the profile. If you're doing it looking like a horse race and looking about course and distance and the kind of person that they were to go with, up and comer, someone different, someone new, plug into a situation, I could see it. I wouldn't do it because I don't think, you know. I don't think it works to to have a heel win. I think a babyface has got to win this rumble because I think you're probably going to have two heel champions. So I think a babyface is going to need to win the rumble. But, um, you know, you're right. They could turn him. It's not beyond the means, is it, for to just have him if he has a, if he has a stonkingly good rumble and dominates, people will start cheering yep. him anyway. And then if you you could find a way of, uh, of of turning him around, so I think it can be done. And I I love your senior idea in terms of how I would. You know, like to see things. I'd be worried about in terms of how they do it. So I would, I would go with having Cena get to WrestleMania as the number one contender rather than, uh, you know, winning the Rumble. But again, betting wise, I think McIntyre and Cena would be a fair two out in the lead. And what about um, either of the uh, the losers of the title matches? So let's say either Strowman or
1: Styles. Losing but entry, yeah, back. sure. So, um, I say Strowman's a no because you're gonna make assuming you lose, obviously, uh, because you're gonna make um, you make a rod for your own back. If you're not owning Strowman, win it's always very difficult to find a credible way to get him out anyway. So, if you're not gonna win, he's in a title match, why bother? Um, yeah, there's, really? there's just no need. Um, and you can't do Strowman, Brian, can you? The guy no, that, and so no, that's that's not gonna work at all. And uh, Styles. I could see it. I could see it. I just don't think they need to. Again, I just don't. If he's in a title match, and we've got one's got to imagine it's going to be a fairly grueling title match. Um, Unless you've got a specific story for it, then why bother? No, I agree. Uh, Okay, Kenny Omega. No, because New Japan contract has not expired by the twenty seventh. I think you're right. I believe you're right. I I was. uh,
0: I had a little. um... Uh, list of people to to ask you, which I actually don't have. Which actually, people are going to say he's he's doing this on a list? He sounds so <laughs> incoherent. It's because I'm it's cause I made the list earlier and I don't yes, know what so, I've done with I it. Don't but, really, um, I don't know, You're not that prepared. And, no, I was prepared. <laughs> this is the point. I absolutely was prepared, and uh, I've now um, I now don't know where it is. But uh, yeah, I had Kenny Omega down, and then subsequently uh, I then looked um, uh, at the uh, at the information online. Uh, and it, yeah, it says that his 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 contract ends in February. So even whether it's WWE that get him for WrestleMania or whether he becomes one of the elite, uh, you know, I know it's what, what money uh, where my money would be. But yeah, I believe the contract doesn't end until February. So unless you know WWE want to bung New Japan an extra million and say look shut up about it and we're just going to debut him at the Rumble, which isn't beyond the realms of possibility no, by no. the way, um, I uh, would assume it's not going to happen. Uh, I'm trying to think of anyone else that could be a contender. What about Batista?
1: (laughs) You could have some corkers, mate. You could have some real corkers. No, Batista won't win the Royal Rumble, but I could totally see him coming back for WrestleMania.
0: But he couldn't Uh, win the Rumble, couldn't come back and do the. uh, He could be a. You know, I I actually could. I would like. I could see the dynamic of a heel Batista against a babyface agent. Hey, look,
1: he, he totally could, but it's been done five years ago. And I just don't see the need to do it again.
0: Nope. Uh, let me see. Kurt <laughs> <Can I> Angle. <laughs> <laughs> We're clutching the straws <laughs>
1: now, aren't we? We, we, yeah. we really are. <laughs> yeah. CM Punk Hulk Hogan, maybe? Um, yeah. Who, yeah. Hulk Hogan is obviously clearly not winning the Royal Rumble, is he, Rob? <laughs> did you see him on Raw? He looked like an old man for the first time ever. Uh.
0: Yes, he did. Um. Actually... Uh, let's set aside all of the reservations we have about you know listen if it was me I wouldn't have brought him back um, so I, but I don't want to get into the whole you know thing about Hogan but I actually thought he did a good job yeah you know, I, very thought, good. I thought I thought I thought the Mean Gene thing was a pretty well done I thought the video was, was magic yeah I agree and uh, I, li- I liked him
1: being out of character then glasses on let me tell you something, something brother I actually thought that was pretty he good was the video. right guy to do it you know again take, taking aside the controversy he was the right guy to do it and did a good job I fully agree. We'll gloss over a wee bit. Um, what about in terms of you know some
0: of these names that I've mentioned, and I'm going to, I've got about two or three more to do. Um, of the ones that we've mentioned, what about forget about winning the rumble? What about just just coming back? I think for most of those big names that we're talking about, for you know for Rocks and Michaels and and whatever, if they come back, they're gonna win, right?
1: Uh, yeah, and they that, do really, don't they?
0: Or or someone needs to screw them quite badly to set up whatever match that they're going to have. Yeah, like in terms of, you know, in the past when Goldberg has been thrown out by Lesnar or when Angle threw out Michaels, that kind of thing to set the match up. But I don't see that happening to you. I don't see one of those people coming back. I can maybe see Undertaker in the Rumble and having someone stitch the Undertaker up to lead to a match because there's no, I can't really see an Undertaker match at Mania yet. Well, actually I can see one, but I don't want to talk about it and jinx it, but... I will do in a second But can you, where can you see Undertaker at Mania
1: I'm very intrigued To see what you've got Because I don't think okay, I've got anything I'll, yet I'll,
0: I'll go first then And again This is not This is not The McMahon's new era Where the fans Get to see what they want Or certainly the Rob doesn't get to see What he wants But I could see Undertaker versus Kane
1: Could you Oh my god mm-hmm. oh It would be god.
0: Dreadful It would be Very hard to watch um, but I could see both of them having their final match at the WrestleMania.
1: Goodness sure. me, shoot me now.
0: Yeah, like I say, listen, no, I wouldn't want to see it. <laughs> Even when the, their first match wasn't very good, you know, when it was all fresh and brand new and it was the hot, you know, hot angle. I don't think Kane, I don't think Kane, Undertaker has ever worked personally. Mm, I wouldn't um, agree with that. I think the
1: first time around it was fantastic.
0: I, I don't. I think it was a, uh, I've, I've, But to be fair, I've never liked that whole stupid supernatural nonsense right. anyway. Um, so that's that's probably a, a me thing um but uh, i could I could see that I could because you know kane doesn't miss a lot of rumbles so I could see kane and undertaker being in the rumble and eliminating each other and you know we end up doing it with mania um one more person to uh, to return at the rumble you might tell me this isn't possible similar to uh, Owens but what about Bray Wyatt?
1: well um I think that's more than possible I would say that's likely um in fact I was just sitting here thinking when you were going to ask me about who I think the mystery entrants are going to be this year. Uh, wait for turn, son. <laughs> that was going to be, that's that's, okay. that's coming. But yes, I think I think Bro Bro Wyatt is. Again, we're talking entrants, not winners, aren't we?
0: Uh, uh, yeah, I think I think we're yeah. done with who's going. Uh, to I win would
1: say I, I would be surprised if he wasn't there. Uh,
0: yes, I think um, it just seems it seems the right. To... In fact. <laughs> What did it was it last year was it at last year's Rumble that they had the the thing with him and Matt? Is that where that they, sort of really started?
1: Well no, they had The feud started before and then they had the the one the first one on one match, I think it was at Raw Homecoming or whatever they call Raw twenty five. Then they had the confrontation in the Rumble, then they had that um Match at the Hardy Compound, the um, you know, Final Deletion, Ultimate Deletion, yeah. whatever it was called, and yeah, and then true. they had the WrestleMania Battle Royal on the pre-show, didn't they, where they joined forces.
0: It was, a, it, was it was WrestleMania. Okay, that's what I was saying. Oh, I mean, it was it was a Battle Royal. Yeah, it, it
1: was. It's pre-show battle.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was thinking. It happened in the Rumble. It didn't. It happened. It was. A, I knew, I could picture myself sitting in the uh, the Clapham ground. They had they had a, they it, had a, had a moment. They quiet. threw
1: a couple of guys out together. Or maybe just one guy, something like that. But then it very quickly went away.
0: Yeah, no, it was it was no, but it was an out of nowhere appearance, wasn't it, to help Matt win? That
1: was the that was WrestleMania.
0: That's yeah. what I'm thinking of, right? Okay, that's that. Okay, so what I'm saying is that, that Bray was a surprise em- or a surprise appearance there. I was thinking it was the Rumble last year, and I was thinking oh they wouldn't do it two years in a row. But actually, it would be a it'd be a different matter, wouldn't it, in terms of uh, uh, of him coming back? Um, what does it say about the fact that we're not even Talking about uh, about last year's winner Shinsuke Nakamura. That's uh, sure, it... that's, that's the way he, that's the way his year's been. Have, have I missed anyone in terms of? We will talk about surprise entrance in you know a very short second. Um, but uh, is there anyone that you, I've missed off in terms of the, who, who warrants uh, that warrants a chat at the very not least? Or oh, in fact, in fact, I, I've got one for just an entrant, not for a. Uh, not for winning it although do you know what I'd be tempted to buddy go with him I honestly well, would this, sound, this is going to sound mad to you but I think a very very strong um, possibility i actually just quickly just while I was um, going through some of those names just to try and find some names did something I don't often do which is look at the betting I don't, I'm not going to talk about the betting because people don't always like to hear that um, uh, but I was just looking for some names and the betting changes a lot nearer the time it's more the week of you don't want to look at it rather than three or four weeks out um but there's a, there are on skybet at least there are plenty of other markets that you can do you can you can bet on the most eliminations you can bet on the iron man you can bet on the shortest stay mm. um so there's quite a few different things and there's also you know for those that aren't into your, into your betting about stuff i apologize but um they also have what is known these days across the industry as, as requester bets you know or, or your odds or, or whatever it might be so they've got various different things such as, for example, you can get 5-2 to two on Kenny Omega to participate in the Royal Rumble match. You can get 6-1 to one on The Rock. You can get 13-2 to two Elias to be number one. You can get 10-1 um, <laughs> to one on EC3 to enter the Rumble at number three. That's a rather <laughs> short <laughs> odds to me. Even just to be in it should be about 10. Let so him be number three. All the way up to things like... Um, Braun Strowman to leave as Universal Champion and Bray Wyatt to win the Rumble 175 K okay then anyway there's lo- there's lots of uh, different things but I think in terms of I think this is the one show a year where it's a lot of a lot of fun to have little individual silliness to it isn't it like you can have a sweepstake and you can enjoy it from a different yeah, yeah. every other show it's like he wins or he wins I think the Rumble is the kind of one where you can have a bet on who's going to be in the longest a bet on who throws the most people out a bet who goes out the quickest uh, so just if people are interested in those sort of markets, Skybet certainly have a, a lot going on at the moment. Um, but so, yes, my little wild card for being in there the longest, or for having the most eliminations anyway, I give you Mr. Lars Sullivan. Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting.
0: It is the absolute perfect time. Old school, bring in someone like that at number, let's say you have. The first seven or eight entrants all come in, no one gets eliminated, we're all having a nice time, and in comes Lars at number seven, and he basically eliminates the first six, and chucks them all out, and then in comes number eight, and he gets rid of him, and then in comes nine and nine and nine, and he gets rid of him, you know, in that style of that, like Punk did that time, like Diesel did, like Austin did, eliminate, be on your own in the ring, and then out comes number 11, and it's... And it's whoever you want, cool. but it's Seth Rollins, it's John Cena, it's it's the man and it's someone that comes out and they they, you know, fight for ninety seconds and they throw Sullivan out, and that's how Sullivan disappears. But it's a really good way I think there's been too many rumbles in the last ten years where we've had some fun with the rumble. You know, let's have a nice little fun rumble. And I talk about things like, you know, I was someone that went crazy and thought it was a brilliant idea at the time when uh Ricardo Rodriguez showed up in a battered car doing Alberto's entrance and then having a little fight with Mick Foley and Mr Socco and Santino and the snake and all that kind of cobblers. I thought it was very, very funny. But when you look back at that sort of rumble, you know it's like were we wasting some you know, wasting some time pissing around rather than trying to elevate people and, and show them in a good light. You know, I'm thinking back to last year if we did the whole um Finn Balor thing, you know, having him in there fifty odd minutes, you know, were there people that could have eliminated a couple of people rather than having, you know, a Mexican Michael McIntyre arsing about with his <laughs> pale skin? Um and uh, like I said, I thought it was very funny at the time, but you know, just looking back you just wonder, I'm um, saying it's an entrance such as that, an entrance such as giving Zack Ryder an entrance for, for no real reason other than to put Zack Ryder in the rumble, have him cheered and thrown out in you know, after twelve seconds uh, you know like putting mr 10 10 10 in at number 10 again and uh, and having him thrown out for no reason you know even even i think last year like adam cole was in the rumble last year he wasn't was he? yeah and it's like fine I'm, I'm not you know we can have a, we we had an adam cole conversation last week we're not going to go into it again but they didn't really follow that up you know he was in it but okay fine but he didn't have a stellar performance he wasn't you know, fodder for anyone. He wasn't in for ages. He just appeared, and everyone went, "Oh, cool, I like Adam Cole," and then he was gone again. <laughs> you know, I I sort of feel like that was a bit of a waste. And I feel like if you're going to debut someone in the Rumble, bloody debut them in the Rumble and have them look like a a mad thing. And I could see Sullivan being a real beast
1: in there. Um, I think I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be re- This is a nice segue actually onto mystery entrance, isn't it?
0: It, oh, it, it, okay, if you want to, I was going to. <laughs> oh, a, I'm sorry, uh, I
1: didn't realise.
0: I was going to have a little. I was going to have a little break. Oh, were you? Um,
1: oh no, let's. Because I. Let's to, not plug today. Let's no. Hang on. You don't want I'm, to plug. Of I'm kidding. Let's plug. <laughs> I was going to say hello, money man of the company. <laughs>
0: not not plugging on a, on a Hooked on wrestling podcast we'll do okay we'll do a short you can do your short you do your short version okay you have been asked that before do your short version um it? just do, just just give it the uh, the full no, 90 second look. version but uh uh when we come back after the uh this little plugging break we will be talking about uh, surprise entries and we'll also be going to the facebook page because we've had quite a few uh, uh suggestions from uh, from you the listener about uh, some of the people that you think could be after uh, winning Rumbles, we of course haven't talked about the women's Rumble as well. We will talk about that as well, but you know, I think I think we both know who we think is going to win, and I don't think it's going to be a very long conversation. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so uh, we're going to be back with all of that chat after Paul, your event center.
1: Okay, guys, as we sit here now and record this, we are 18 days out from our Royal Rumble parties. We've got 27th of January, 2019, 12 Royal Rumble parties up and down the UK. We're going to be in London at, uh, at, at Riley's Haymarket. We're going to be in London Bridge for our VIP party. Then we're also going to have events in Manchester, Leeds, Cardiff, Derby, Cleethorpes, Newcastle, Glasgow, Hull, Brighton, Chelmsford. Guys, if you've never been to one of our parties, these are the best way to watch WWE pay-per-views in the UK without being in that stadium. Put that cigarette out. If you want tickets, you can come along. We've got Hooked on Wrestling Pub Quiz. We've got wrestling tunes throughout the night. We've got cosplay contests, promo contests, drinks offers, food throughout the night. It is the best way to meet new fans, watch the pay views It's such a night. If anybody's been, you'll be nodding your head now, and I'm sure you've already bought your ticket. Tickets are selling really fast. For instance, in London, we are, our VIP tickets are now completely sold out rocking up. we nearly sold out completely in Hull and in Cardiff uh, it's going to be a big night so if you want your tickets you can get those from uh, Hooked on uh, sorry ringsideworld.co.uk um, or you can go to facebook.com forward slash HO Wrestling find our events pages and each individual event has got its ticket link on there so that's facebook.com forward slash HO Wrestling you can also see us on Twitter HO underscore wrestling or Instagram at Hooked on Wrestling back to you Rob If you are
0: new to us, and uh, you're new to the parties, new to the podcast, new to the Hooked On, whatever it may be, first of all, welcome. Um, But there are a couple of things to address very quickly uh, in terms of how the parties are. Um, A little bit of an FAQ um, thing. First of all, I'm on my own. I don't want to come because I'm on my own. Honestly, don't worry about it. First of all, if you come wearing your, your nicest you know, Kevin Owen's shirt and some jeans and stand at the corner, have a pint or two, watch the show and leave. No one's gonna bother you, no one's gonna give you any stick, you'll 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 fit in, it's gonna be no problem, no one's gonna pay you any attention. However, if you'd like to get involved a wee bit more, we have had so, so many people over the how long have we doing this now, Paul? Seven Six years? Six years. Six years, our seventh year. I keep getting that wrong, don't I? That's my I have the problem that WWE have with their anniversaries. It's our seventh raw rumble but it's 6 years Correct. since we did it that's what it is um so we are into our seventh year you could say that couldn't you this is our seventh yeah, year of yeah you can doing say that it. after anyway, the rumble anyway over the uh <clears throat> 6 or 7 years that we've been doing it um we have had a lot of people come for the first time on their own uh we have had them leave with other people um as good buddies we've had them come back to future parties with other people uh, we've had relationships start and end, would you believe, in, in terms of people who have met or hooked on, and and whatever. Honestly, it is the kind of community where you can come along to and just fit right in, because if nothing else, talk about the wrestling. Don't have to talk about your job, don't have to talk about your life, don't have to talk about Brexit, don't have to talk about anything like that. Just come along, talk wrestling, people will have some fun with you. Honestly, we have seen... Um Umpteen people just turn up on their own Anyone sitting in there mate And they just sit on someone's table and they have the time of their life So that's one thing you don't have to worry about Secondly, um, we don't bullshit In terms of our ticket sales on this podcast So when we say Somewhere's nearly sold out We've not sold 20 out of a possible 300 And we're trying to get you to go We mean it, okay So when Paul's just said we're nearly sold out in Hull and Cardiff That means we will sell out in Hull and yep. Cardiff folks. Or as near as damn it. Sometimes we are able to do a little bit of um, any chance of a couple more people. And if you're nice to the fire mark, not I don't mean illegally, but I mean like get the venue to agree on how much the capacity will be or to put some more bar staff on and we get the capacity moved up. So that occasionally happens. But if we're saying almost sold out, we mean almost sold out. So I would say that if we've 18 days to go, fair chance pool that Hull and Cardiff will sell out, would you almost say? Almost certainly yeah so that is a that is a not we're being clever and getting you to pay early you know it's worth you getting that um and lastly um it's just the the atmosphere that we always trying to create is has been you know looked after by the people that uh... run our events we always want to thank them we never give them enough praise on here Um but you know paul and i tend to look after the the main one in london Um but there's a, a whole crew of people all over the country friends family um, you know, other people that have uh, helped us out over the piece. We have some brilliant guest hosts. We have some people that work along behind the scenes. Some people have been with us for—they're probably in their sort of fourth or fifth year of helping, aren't they, Paul? In terms of how we've stretched out these venues. So we're, we're thankful to all of them. And what they will try and do—they will replicate what we do in London, which is to really to try and generate this um, very all-inclusive, fun, friendly, but sometimes a little bit raucous atmosphere. We want you to jump around and cheer, and have fun, and shout things and chant. Just don't go over the line. There is a line that we all know where it is and when people have done so, we've not been afraid to, to remove them and, and we tell them that we, we don't want them back. But that is such a minority that has been, that is only probably single figures over those seven years of people and we've for the most part had thousands of people through our doors and had a wonderful time. So um, what I would love you to do is if you're not sure about any of this, not only to contact us, but drop into the um, the Facebook group which is probably where the, the most lively uh, chat goes on and if you are unsure just please post a message to our members and say guys I'm thinking about coming to the rumble show in wherever do you recommend it and I have enough faith in the people that follow us that you will get a, a, an all round yes mate come along do you think so Paul
1: oh 100% yeah, it's, it's, we, we promote a really good atmosphere it's one of the only nights where well, it's the only nights of the year that the wrestling fans can come out you'll have the bar entirely to yourself you can shout and scream do whatever you want uh, it's just everyone has a great night that's why we do them indeed so um,
0: uh, it is not far away as Paul says two weeks on Sunday and uh, where is it you can get the tickets quickly uh,
1: from ringsideworld.co.uk tickettaylor.com or hookedonevents.co.uk
0: they are the places to remember right so i mentioned the facebook page uh we have a couple of things to attend to one is that we'll just have a little look at what some of our uh listeners followers have said on uh, facebook in terms of who they think is going to be uh, some possible winners and to uh, to wrap up we will address uh, the uh, the women's uh, side of things, although I think that might be a little bit more clear cut. We are certainly not giving it less attention because of the uh, the status. I think it's just we both think the same person's going to win, and it's not going to take a lot of chat. <laughs> but before that, Paul, yes, I can feel him itching, folks. First of all, everyone, a wrestling history lesson. This time last year, <laughs> we were building up to the Royal Rumble, and Paul said, "You know what we should do? We should talk about surprise entrance." And I said, "Yeah, I was going to do that anyway, Paul." Very much like it happened just a minute ago on the show and we said who do we think is going to be a surprise entrant and we said well what about you know a guest that we had on in the build up to the rumble Haps- Hacksaw Jim Duggan as a, the first ever winner and we talked about what about this guy what about that guy and Paul Benson said
1: the hurricane
0: Paul Benson said the hurricane and blow me down who was on the show the hurricane Mr. Hurry last name Kane and <laughs> uh, so I actually secretly think you said Harry Kane, thinking that he could do no wrong as <laughs> as England's forward, and it turned out to be Shane Helms. But um, yes, uh, there we go, the hurricane. So you realise this is there's a lot of pressure on you this
1: year. Mm, I do.
0: I uh, will tell my own my own surprise entrance story, which is actually a Benson influence thing. Was uh, we? Um, am I allowed to tell this story?
1: It depends about what the it
0: is. That was the person that we we were was going to come to one of our parties and then didn't because we thought he was going to be in the oh. rumble am I allowed to tell that <laughs> yeah go for it ok we we were going to a couple of times in the past this, I'm going to tell another story first this is the true story one night we were in London for one of the I think it was a Wrestlemania but it might have been the rumble <laughs> Paul got a text from someone saying um, Robbie E's on his way to the party, and he's gonna. Was he gonna bring Tatanka and Gangrel or something like that? <laughs> just it was like, oh, okay. Just Tatanka. It was just Tatanka, was it? It was like the Robbie E and Tatanka are gonna to come. So to the, they've, they've done some indie date in like High Wycombe or something.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And they were gonna, and they were gonna come to our WrestleMania party, and then they wouldn't because Robbie E wanted to sell merch. That <laughs> that's exactly was right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they didn't come because we wouldn't let him sell merch. Yeah. Anyway, that's a that's a sidebar, but. It does happen. Some we have had wrestlers come to the, especially British wrestlers come to quite a lot of the parties. Um, uh, May Young Champion, May Young Tournament Champion, Tony Storm has been to uh, Hooked On Wrestling parties, kind of on the quiet, just to come and watch the show, not necessarily yeah, to course, be uh, yeah. up front and everything. Um, and various others, Caterina um, uh, from uh, from Impact Wrestling, and various others. Um, but uh, one night we we learnt that um, we were going to have uh, we were going to have Al Snow come to one of the parties. <laughs> yeah, we? we were. And, and he was going to come as a bit of a guest, and we were going to do it as a bit of a featured thing and have a chat with Al Snow and go through the rumble. We were, oh, we're quite excited, you know we've got Al Snow, a you know, respected you know person and this was a couple of weeks out. we hadn't plugged him or anything, and then we got told one day quite near the event that you know Al can't make it, and It was like, okay, fine, and he's a pretty respectable guy, Al snow he's got a good reputation, so he wouldn't have been doing a sort of a dodgy no show, and we had I don't think we were even going to pay him anything we I don't think it was a paid thing. I think he was just no, going to come along That's and right pay. yeah but um. He, <laughs> we then found out basically Al's not coming Because Al's been booked in the Rumble <laughs> So we were very excited That uh, that Al Snow was uh, there The reason he couldn't make Hook Tom Was because he was in the Rumble itself And so Smartass here, that's me, not uh, not Benson Decides, I'll go, I was a bit drunk And I'll go on Twitter like Just before the Rumble's on And start throwing all these little snow puns Out there And then when when he appears in the Rumble I'll go, see, told you and and he wasn't in it,
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> so,
0: so he never turned up at on. I look like an idiot making these little insinuations, and I had proper actual in the know knowledge, and I still got it wrong. Last year, Paul went, I don't know, hurricane.
1: Under <laughs> I didn't say, it, I say I don't know. I used logic and reason.
0: No, no, that is actually that. That's a fair point. You <laughs> did. Oh yeah, it wasn't. I don't think it was picked out of nowhere, but. You, my point is you had zero inside information. You're not on great terms with the Helms family that they gave you a little call. Um, not,
1: but I will say, when the... we did our Rumble Advent calendar on Instagram this just in the run-up to Christmas, and we did every day in the run-up to Christmas Day, we, we yeah, did the relevant number of the day, and we chose an entry number from Royal Rumble's past to highlight something special that happened for someone entered that number and for one of the days I forget which we chose the hurricane for his entry last year and he was Shane Helms was the only person who liked his own entry of all the people I tagged he was the only one so cheers Shane
0: (laughs) that's nice apparently he's a very I've never interviewed or met him apparently he's a very nice so I understand uh, that's what I believe okay then Paul here is your chance to follow up for uh, two out of two who is your prediction for a Royal Rumble surprise
1: well, entrance. Well, I think you need to give three predictions for any surprise entrance. And they're broken down into three categories. you got got um, an existing superstar coming back from injury, an NXT superstar, and a an burning superstar from years ago. So I'm going to give you one from each category, if that's OK.
0: OK, go on far away.
1: So, um, NXT superstar, I'm going Velveteen Dream.
0: Okay, yeah, I think that's a, that's a, um, he is a character, isn't he? he is someone that I think when you're talking NXT stars, they should be someone that can get themselves over in a couple of minutes with their entrance and and whatever. And I think he's absolutely in that. I uh,
1: I narrowed it down to yeah. Pete Dunne, but that was pretty much my line of thinking. what you just outlined.
0: Oh, Pete! I think I think actually I think I
1: said Pete Dunne last year. As, as did I. I think uh, it could yeah, could easily be both, but we'll see anyway. So that's my. I'm only going to pick one because I don't want to. I don't want to be sitting naming loads of people. Um, And claiming credit for naming six or seven guys in each one. But anyway.
0: uh, Okay, can I can I bounce off you? Can I kind of like do mine while we were doing the the categories? Uh, I'm going to go with someone that you talked about last week. Uh, I'm going to say Ricochet.
1: Definitely good show.
0: I think Ricochet is very very suited to a to Royal Rumble, is Uh, he not? I
1: would fully agree. That's a very good show indeed. Um, Okay, cool. So that's um we've got that one. So let's go re- superstar returning from injury. This is probably if I had to pick one that would be my sort of golden shot, as it were, this is the one I'd take. And I am gonna say Matt Hardy.
0: Right, okay. I
1: think I think he's itching to get back. He's dropped a couple of hints. Um and I think his retirement I think he's realised his retirement speech was maybe a little bit premature. So I'm gonna
0: say Matt Hardy. Okay. Uh I, I don't know what your um <laughs> your categories are gonna be, so I'm gonna do this a little bit on the fly. But I had a I have had a name in um in the back of my mind in terms of someone that could be in it. because um, I just for all of the McMahon's doing a, a new era, you know, suggestions, I still think they'll get this every now and again we'll get the same tone deaf things. Uh, but he could come back with a new oblivious character Uh, what about Jason Jordan fair shout I think Jason Jordan returns at the rumble and gives it the full Kurt angle the full Kurt angle the, the pyro the posing but this time rather than being the kind of oh shucks dad I'm really happy to be with you dad do the full over the top ridiculous posturing and then, when eventually they do something with Kurt, he turns on Kurt, or he reveals he wasn't his son after all, or you know, some you know piece like that. I could, I could see that building to something. So I can't think of anyone else that's a uh, that's out of nowhere uh, suggestion. So I'm gonna uh, say Jason Jordan.
1: Yep, I kind of like that, mate. I do. And then I suppose that leaves then the um, the superstar from years gone mm-hmm. by, doesn't it? So I'm, and I'm not as confident on this one. I believe it or not, I was actually confident um, about the hurricane. I don't know why. Not sure where it came from, but I was, I was feeling good. Um, I am gonna pick.
0: Do you know what? That's quite similar to one I was gonna say. No, that's a good shout, actually. That's maybe a slightly better one Uh, I was going to say JBL Ah, and out of no reason of saying it other than because people go oh no they did JBL a few years ago and I go yes do you remember when they did Diesel and everyone went oh that's really cool and about three years ago they just did Kevin Nash do you remember that and I think DDP's done it twice and it's like okay so they don't always have the, the deepest you know imaginations when it comes to the uh the old guys coming back, so I was going to say JBL because of someone that is obviously still on um, reasonable terms with the company. Um, you know, you know, could easily do a you know is in good enough shape that he could do 90 seconds or you know hit a couple of clotheslines and then get slung. Um, but yeah, what I do have up my sleeve is I have one for the women's rule Rumble. No,
1: do tell because I'm struggling. to feel like the. No, that got, I've got I've
0: get, got one I've got, got one saved up, and we'll see where they go with it if they okay. do were to do it. But before that, I want to do uh, I do want to refer to at least um, some of the uh, the suggestions that we had online. Um, we uh, we actually only put the um, put the shout out about an hour or so before we started recording, so there's not all that many, but there is a there is a few. So thank you to the people that have come through. Um, so Carl uh, Unsworth says AJ Styles is going to beat Daniel Bryan. And then WWE signed Kenny Omega. He wins the Rumble and faces Styles at WrestleMania. Okay, we've already established that we don't think that Kenny Omega is going to be free um, by Rumble time. But if they were to pull out all the stops, throw all the money that they've got, you know, in you know, we talked about this, didn't we, last week? They're going to be throwing money at people to try and, you know, stave off this All Elite Challenge. Um, if they were, to, if they were to get um, Kenny Omega. I'm not saying necessarily for the title, but Kenny Omega, AJ Styles seems to make some sense.
1: All the sense in the world if they were to get him, absolutely. Do
0: you think? Um, how do you think? Well, we could do this more establish, more long term on another podcast. But uh, how are they, would they? What would they do with um, Omega? Because when they brought in Styles, they made it. They made. They brought him in the rumble. They made it clear that he was a big thing, but it took them a little bit of time to really establish who AJ Styles was, didn't they? So would they have a similar problem with Omega like would would they do Omega versus Styles because will, will Vince even know the history of the Bullet Club and how they all fit together you know we've had little bits of it with Bala and with Styles but not really or do you do Omega versus Bala versus Styles as a triple threat you know with the with the whole Balor you know Bullet Club thing I just kind of get the feeling that I'm not sure Vince would really know what to do with Omega I
1: fully agree and frankly
0: yeah no, a that's, that's true uh
1: uh, I I just don't I just think he's such a poor fit in WWE for everything other than strategic reasons. Um, I just yeah I just don't think he would be um. Don't think he'd work at all, frankly.
0: No, uh, I'm uh, I certainly if I was him I'd be um, I'd be following the uh the path that I already know with the, uh, with Cody and the boys I think. Um, yeah, that was Carl's suggestion. Uh, Simon Murray says for the men Seth Rollins. For the women's Charlotte because both of them are headed to big feuds afterwards so it makes sense. So that's quite a uh, straightforward one there. George McMenemy says Becky Lynch to cement the most must see women's match in WWE history. Uh, Your namesake although I believe no relation Tony Benson. Uh, says for the men's he's going to go Seth Rollins. If everything goes as planned, Brock wishes to retain against Braun and then face Seth at Mania. And he also says for the women's Charlotte to the challenge Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. Graham Lodge says Drew McIntyre to cement his status as a big time player. Jay Edworthy goes with Lynch for the women's Rumble to set up a feud with Rousey and also says Rollins for the men's will win at Mania as well as the fact that Raw haven't had a winner for a couple of years. And then Francis Reyes says, Men, Cena, as he can then beat Flair's title reigns. We never brought that into uh, the equation. That would be a, a fitting place if they're going to go with uh, Cena uh, doing those numbers. And he says, for the women, Carmella will give her a big push like they did in the Mixed Max Challenge. Uh, I have a feeling Carmella's probably had a run with the uh, the money in the bank and then the, uh, the Mixed max Challenge. Um, have they done anything with her um, all-expenses-paid trip to uh, Stanford, Connecticut yet? I don't know if they've... Uh Oh no,
1: the the comedy show. I'm sure that's still
0: to come. come. I actually have to say, when they did say, because I hadn't been following the Mixed Match Challenge, and when they said the winner of this gets number 30 in the Rumble and an all expenses paid trip to anywhere in the world, I laughed my head off. I thought that was such a funny thing to do. As a just as a silly just as a silly thing to get it was such a game show giveaway I thought that that was genuinely hilarious the little skit afterwards with him going oh we're going to Stanford you know didn't do much for me although I thought they would do some little follow up vignettes or something but uh, I did get I got a huge kick out out of them saying. Um, An all expensive paid trip to wherever you are in the world—that was very funny. Um, yeah, so thank you to those guys for uh, for contributing. My fault for uh, not putting the question out a little bit earlier on. But uh, there was a a bit of a consensus for Rollins. Um, one one or two mentions of Cena that you said. Drew was mentioned, so I think we um, we pretty much covered the uh, uh, covered the spread there in terms of um, who we uh, we thought people might go to. But I think you know more than one suggestion of Charlotte winning the Women's Rumble. So let's. Let's discuss the women's rumble, you know, quickly. But but starting with, you know, a couple of people going with Charlotte Flair.
1: Far from um, far from unlikely. The the main event, I think, I'm pretty confident the main event at WrestleMania is either Becky Ronda or Becky Ronda Charlotte. Um, how they get there is open to a lot of debate. Not, I, like we said earlier, I hope it's a quick Becky in throw the rest out, boom, straight, simple, clear. Uh, you could end up doing... In fact, maybe, maybe my bet, actually, would be the 1994 Rumble finish, Charlotte and Becky.
0: No! That's a big risk, isn't it? Don't forget what happened with Cena and Batista, allegedly by accident. Don't forget sorry, what happened with Cena and Batista, didn't they? They did that finish.
1: Oh, Ale- yeah, a- a-
0: yeah. a- allegedly, it was an accident. We hold... Vince coming Legible. out and blowing his quad and all that kind of caper that happened afterwards. So oh, I don't see them going there again. But oh, I don't know.
1: We'll see. Um, but hey, that's I think I think it's going to be a combination of Becky, Charlotte or the pair. I don't think there's any other options.
0: I can see a situation where they go with a triple threat and it would be to do with... All the indication, you know, was that Becky versus Ronda was the match to go with. That was where the the buzz is. You know, even the other night, you know, on Raw, when Ronda was brought out for the uh, the interview with Lynch, there were still people chanting Becky in the background. I think there was a deliberate little, you know, when Ronda started to talk about the one person that's, you know, had a great year. I think everyone was expecting it to be Becky Lynch, and she didn't say her. She said Sasha Banks. There is still clearly that you know, underlying everyone wants to see Becky, and like we talked about last week on the podcast, the thing that she did with, um, uh, the thing that she did with um, John Cena on 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 SmackDown. Um, so just however we get there, if you were to say it's going to be Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch, I still think that up to a certain point WWE will go okay with that, and then go, do you know what? If we're going to headline WrestleMania, if our biggest draw to the public, to the you know, if there's no Batista and if there's no Rock and if there's no Hogan and if there's no you know, out you know, someone that the outside world recognises, Lesnar's lost that now. If Ronda Rousey is our ticket to the mainstream and she's in a main event, do we really want you know the non-American? I'm not picking on her because actually the fact that she's Irish would probably be helped in her eyes because of Vince's Irish connections but she doesn't she's not American she's not you know conventionally you know a a superstar do we just wheel out Ric Flair's daughter because she looks better she speaks better she's got the heritage I can just see them going with Charlotte in that position either as a one on one or as a a, a third wheel purely for the promotion because I don't think they they would see Becky doing the, the mainstream press
1: I totally get that line of thinking yeah I
0: think they're line. wrong as well because she would take them by storm like, wouldn't she could you I mean I know this is like talking about this country but imagine that they were promoting the Wrestlemania in this country imagine Becky on the one show oh, be she'd insane. be brilliant people. wouldn't she
1: she's, she's the one person like you know Charlotte Charlotte but you know she, you get you don't get much character like you say in the mainstream you put Becky on the one show or any talk show and people mm. are going to pay attention and I, I, I do think they've To realise that now. In all honesty, I think I think they're starting to realise what they've got with Becky, and it's just an absolute ball of personality. So we might be wrong, but I'm I'm edging towards thinking it will. As I haven't
0: seen SmackDown and I haven't read the spoilers. I'm potential spoiler alert now, folks. If you're if you've not seen SmackDown yet, but I think um, I think you probably have. Um, What exactly happened in terms of setting up the women's title for uh,
1: for the Royal Rumble? Is it? It was a trip, it was a very good triple threat between um, Becky, Charlotte, and Carmella. Carmella was excellent okay. in it, by the way. Uh, and so Becky so be it's first. Becky
0: versus Asuka at, uh, at the Royal Rumble. So yep. is th- is there any suggestion that Becky could win that, win the title, and then either go in the Rumble and win it? and be one champion and actually she goes in and she wins the second title and challenges Ronda and wants to do some sort of unification thing or is she going to lose because you lose to Asuka then coming to win the Rumble it seems a bit of a strange kind of way of doing it how how is she going to lose is the point if she loses how is she going to lose to get because she's on such a roll. how do you get her to lose and then win the Rumble
1: Well, if she loses, she loses by interference from Charlotte or Askin.
0: Well, no, Askin... sorry. um, Well, I suppose... Do you see the Ronda interfering again like she did last time?
1: Yeah, they'd obviously have to do something else to ignite that. They'd have to have Becky mess with, um, with Ronda again, but yeah, I could see that. More likely, I'd see Charlotte interfering, and then you see Becky enter the Rumble and get her revenge on Charlotte that way. But
0: then somehow Charlotte works
1: her way into the title picture, Possibly, or or
0: maybe they just do the Ronda Becky thing and uh, and that's it. So then, and maybe so maybe you go with Charlotte Asker on the other side of things. Because if Becky wins and and um, calls oh, out Ronda, right, sorry, then Asuka needs, needs a challenger for the. Um, well,
1: that's yeah, a rematch. Yeah, but they, reason, might, they might do. They might do that. It's still there. Um, no, if you go Becky Ronda, I'd see it a triple threat on SmackDown. With, with Carmella. Um, possibly, uh, or it could be Sasha, or it could be, you know, it's not, I it, sound cruel, but it's not hugely important, um, because he's going to play massive second fiddle to that match, so, but I think, I do, I don't think they do a straight rematch, of them. they go with a triple threat.
0: The, um, did you think that the uh, the calling out, or the, the start of something between Ronda and Sasha, uh, that began on Monday. That's going to go to a Ronda Sasha match at the Rumble. Do you think? And then the fact that uh, Bailey and Sasha are now great pals and hugging away again. Does that add a little bit more impetus to your four horsewomen versus four horsewomen thing? Yep. So therefore,
1: I think it's coming. I think it's coming right. Could the, main,
0: yeah. the person that interferes and causes Becky the match be? Um, Shayna Baszler. Easy Shayna no. Baszler comes
1: out of no- maybe may a bit premature. Maybe a bit premature. Yeah, but it could- I don't think you're gonna go to the horse room until. No, but may, Baszler so could be there because
0: she's gonna be in the Rumble, and so she has a confrontation. That she, is she, is she, she's, she's still NXT champ, right? right? So she wins the her NXT match. She's backstage at the Rumble. She's giving it the big I'm the champ. I'm the champ backstage at the Rumble, and Becky bumps into where they have a confrontation Becky's about to beat Asuka Shayna Baszler comes and interferes Shayna Baszler's in the rumble be- Becky enters the rumble and kicks the shit out of her to win it that could be your last two and so, and so you've yep. got a, an underlying Becky Baszler thing which you could maybe do at Fastlane or something you know, so there's a match there so you've got a, a Rousey Sasha thing going on, you've got a Becky Shayna thing going on and then you could add some more people to the pot because it might, if you're going to introduce those other two girls, you know, you know, where where are, you, where are they going to come into the
1: equation? There's a lot of options, isn't there? There really, like to be honest, everything falls into place after the after the marquee match, which I still think is going to be the big main event. And I'm just, I'm, I'll be I'll be completely honest, I'm just struggling to gain any enthusiasm for the SmackDown side of things. Um, I just. My gut feeling tells me we don't see Shayna Baszler. The no, moment. I think
0: you're probably right. I'm, just trying, of, I'm just trying to think I'm just trying to of a I way think, if that fits I think,
1: I think in. I, she's a knight after Mania. I think it's quite... I think it's quite... You only need Charlotte or Asuka interfering to make it work. Um, or like you said, Becky will win the damn thing.
0: I, I don't think... I wouldn't rule out that Becky beats Asuka and then wins the Rumble. I genuinely wouldn't. Because she no, can I lose wouldn't. the other belt at some point, can't she? She can say... I'm going to you know I've, I've won one belt and I'm going to use my Rumble win to win the other one and that's how you get to the Ronda match because they're going across the brand but then sometime between the Rumble and Wrestlemania she loses the other title you know she loses the one that she's won and then she's gone. that's it's easily doable it'd be a really cool story for her to win because if she if wrestles and then beats Asuka no one's going to expect her to be in the Rumble and, very, very and then when she's important. in it and wins, everyone's going to go, what the, ah, hang on, whoa, 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 what's happening here? Well, I'll tune in to Raw tomorrow night to find, or to Smackdown tomorrow night or whatever to to find out what's happening. And then she explains she's going to take on Rousey. She's going to be the first person to win both belts. But at some point, someone manages to do something and gets her beaten in between. I think that'd be quite a, uh, quite a fun story, do you not? I like that. I like that. Good stuff. Um, just uh, very quickly, because I don't want to leave people out that have... Uh, uh, That've got in touch. That while we've um, while we've been talking, uh, Ian Wood has been uh, has been on. He says that women's is going to be Charlotte. Becky will join in too. Will be Asuka. So he's going through a triple threat. By the look of things, uh, and he says also that uh, AJ Styles is going to win the Rumble for a Daniel Bryan rematch. I think there's a suggestion that Styles might lose and then win the Rumble from uh, from Ian. And uh, and then <laughs> our pal Steve Cox has uh, rather than gone with a, a prediction, he has rewritten Mull of Kintyre. Uh, With Drew McIntyre, oh mist rolling in from the sea. I think he's predicting the uh, the Scottish psychopath, or he's just gone insane himself. It's uh, it's both of those things are very possible. Thank you. That's our resident DJ Stevie Cox. Uh, Okay, we'll uh, we'll wrap that up there. Um, Just after you've asked me who my idea is for the surprise entrant.
1: Go on, Rob. Who's your surprise entrant for the female? The first
0: person to ever appear. Second person, <laughs> I just realised there was one from last year, the second person to have ever appear in both Royal Rumbles after B- Beth Phoenix last year uh, came in to appear to be the first person to have been in both Royal Rumbles. Yeah. In this year comes
1: Karma. <laughs> what about that? Karma Cal- Cal- Kong, Cal- yeah mate, I think that's cool. I think they're gonna to have to, the problem they're gonna have is finding mystery entrance for this year to, to be and
0: fair, and they've got more on their roster. It's easier for them to find thirty
1: now. Ex- oh, yeah, They don't. They don't need. Oh, they don't need them, but the tradition you've yeah. got to have them, and they used a lot last year. So karma would be a. Crack. You need
0: a, you know, if there's a couple that weren't used before. I'm thinking. Uh, Gail Kim's. No, alive. Gail won't work for WWE again. No, she's head of the knockouts, and she's still you know entrenched in Impact. She's she's not going back there ever. Um, Santina would be very funny, wouldn't it? I don't think he's working there at all either. I wouldn't, wouldn't, uh, wouldn't think he's one. But I think you could have, you could have one or two of your, of your, your Eve Torres's and your Candice Michelles and your, you know, girls from that sort of era that were around. You know, who did we have last time? There was, there was Molly, wasn't there, and Michelle McCool and Vicky Guerrero, Guerrero Trish, Trish Litter, so. Kelly, Kelly, Tory.
1: Balance. So they're, they're,
0: all of those were done, weren't they? Before so Ivory. there's not a there's not a massive was Ivory in it last year. Well, she I don't know think she, she was. She Ivory would be a shout. Yeah. She's just gone into the Hall of Fame, so she'd be a shout. Um, it's uh, she's announced this week that it's her uh, last year in the wrestling industry. Victoria, Lisa Marie Varon, Victoria Tara. Yeah, she said yeah. this is her farewell year. Maybe. Um, she could be a shout. She wasn't in it before. She's always she's always been kind of like mysteriously overlooked. But uh, anyway, we'll see. We'll maybe talk a little bit more about some uh, some ideas for that one as we get a little bit closer because that's certainly uh, uh, it's not one that we want to um, make a secondary thing. But I think certainly the uh, the men's rumble is much more up in the air as the uh, as opposed to what the women's one appears to be at this stage. Uh, I've got one final thing to mention before we uh, before we leave you. Um, that it is that I've just seen it uh, in the last couple of hours announced that uh, after the uh, the NXT UK takeover uh, which is this weekend is it not? Um, this is yep. weekend up in Blackpool um, not only should that be very cool um, good luck to any, all the guys that are in that um, if, you can have a, if you're going there I hope you have a really good time um, but also the they have uh, announced that there's going to be it looks like some sort of Nigel McGuinness documentary uh, or some sort of special look at Nigel McGuinness yep. Uh, on the network uh, after the UK pay-per-view and I think that would be very cool indeed I love Nigel and he's got an unbelievable story so uh, I'm looking forward to, to seeing that, I just wanted to make mention to that if people hadn't already seen it um, Paul, very very quickly, literally less than 30 seconds um, people can still join in the Sheep Quiz and go on the Facebook page to see what that is
1: they can indeed, like you say we're not, we're not going to keep on, on this because we've got a lot of entrance already but yep, Sheep Quiz is now open it's the best monthly wrestling quiz in the world Check out our Facebook page, facebook. dot com forward slash ho wrestling for all the details. You're not going to want to miss it. Twenty first January. Twenty first
0: of January is your last day for uh, getting involved in terms of paying and sending in your, uh, sending in your answers. You can actually pay and organise and subscribe now, and then wait until the twenty first to give your answers. But uh, you need to get it all done by then. So you've only got uh, uh, less than ten days or so, or just around about ten days or so. If you wonder what we're talking about, it's not trivia questions. It's not questions about sheep, but it is uh, fun little. Uh, uh, offering your opinion or is it your opinion actually you're trying to gauge the uh, the crew's opinion and you can win some cool prizes and have some good fun, we've had uh, a good year of doing it for free, now it's been set up to a paid challenge but there are some, some good prizes but lots of fun to be had, uh, we've already talked to you about all the different venues that uh, we're going to be at around the country for the Royal Rumble 12 different venues, uh, go to hookedonevents.co.uk uh, for more information, also our Facebook and Twitter pages, search for us, you can find us easily we are going to some of the country's biggest and most important major destination cities and Cleethorpes <laughs> <laughs> looking for a bite off the uh, off the boy off the boy <laughs> off, off the Grimsby boy Benson there uh, I was just saying I'm a Grimsby boy I'm not, oh, not. Is, that, is there a big rivalry between those two no rivalry but oh, very oh is there okay. your football your, your football same. team Grimsby play in Cleethorpes do they not Sorry, it's a... they do indeed and in Cleethorpes town is that Grimsby? right the world's gone mad Paul it's true <laughs> there we go. What a way! What, what a way to, to end the podcast on the uh, on a little bit of um, <laughs> northeastern geography. And I, I was going to suggest <laughs> a, a county. Then no. and I always get it wrong whenever I go for whatever county. I'm going to say it's in it's in North, Lincolnshire.
1: Yeah, I got it right this time.
0: I always I always say it's Yorkshire and it's wrong. No, say... no,
1: no, no. North East Lincolnshire is a very different county. Oh, region. so is anyway. different from Cleethorpes
0: <laughs> and Cla- Cleethorpes is different from Grimsby and Lincolnshire is different from North
1: East Lincolnshire. It's a mad world you live Correct. in. Correct. Now if you if you if you want to listen to us again next week I'm sure we can explain more about the uh, the vagaries of North Midland <laughs> Yeah, let's
0: get Youngy on. We'll get Richard Young on our uh, our brilliant guest host from Cleethorpes and he can do uh In fact, let's tell him he's coming on to do that and then let him talk for a little bit and not record it. Let's do that, shall we? <laughs> That's and that'll be fun. Um, just very, very quickly, then Richard Young is a brilliant host of ours. He's been on the podcast before, and he's uh He's always our, our Grimsby guy, and he's involved with some uh, some local wrestling up there. He does a wonderful job, the Chung-y. Um In terms of our guest hosts, we've got some uh, announcements coming up in the next couple of weeks, Paul.
1: Yes, we have. Give it next week and we'll give you
0: plenty. There you go. So all lots of stuff coming up in the next uh, two and a half weeks or so as we build to the Royal Rumble. We'll be back next week and we're doing a little bit more uh, general Royal Rumble chat. We'll be analysing what's happened over the last, uh, last couple of weeks and putting together some other uh, of our favourite Rumble memories, all sorts of Royal Rumble stuff as we build into the big show itself, which is getting closer and closer. If there's anything you'd like us to talk about, keep it Royal Rumble related. If you've got any Royal Rumble questions questions topics you'd like us to cover on the podcast before you get there you can contact us in the usual ways and uh, we'd be happy to discuss that but uh, um, uh, from for now and for uh, for this week this is uh, Robert Nichols saying cheerio and on behalf of Mr. Paul Benson we'll say cheerio and we'll see you very very soon <laughs>